No ketchup. No ketchup. What's really good, my people? Welcome into No Ketchup Fast Food. Man, Ben, Big Nick, the quick breaking down the championship, the title, NBA Finals. The NBA season is over. Giannis Antetokounmpo and the Milwaukee Bucks pick up the championship last night. Close it out in six. Win four straight games to close out Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and the Phoenix Suns. We're going to get right to it. We don't have much time. We don't have to talk about the game, right? Everybody watched the game. I want to talk about, you know, the the Giannis performance, what it means, kind of the overarching theme. I want to get your, your, your take on what Chris Paul's next move should be. But let's talk about Giannis. He goes for 50, 14, five blocks, two case type stuff. I mean, the most aggressive I've maybe ever seen him in a spot where they needed to make it happen to, to, to close out the title. Yeah, I mean, look, man, I've been watching basketball a long time. That is one of the best performances I've ever seen by any player ever. Like, easily one of the top five, top three maybe performances I've ever seen a player have, considering the spot. Um, I don't know if I've ever seen a player play better in that spot, right, in a game to clinch a title when your team absolutely needed you. And it wasn't a front-running 50 either. Um, I think you hit it right on the head. Like, he came out aggressive in the first quarter, absolutely killing them. Um, for some reason in the second quarter, to start the second quarter, they went away from him. And the Bucks played maybe easily one of the worst quarters of basketball I've ever seen. Yeah, uh, Their second yes. quarter, especially the <laughs> yes. first five minutes. Um, it was so bad. I think Jeff T got 90 seconds before Bud pulled him. Um, and, and I think it was a minus five at 90 seconds, but they, they were just awful in the second. Um, at the end, he starts bailing them out, right? They get it back to Giannis. He starts dominating, comes out in the third. Goes, goes ballistic. Absolutely goes ballistic. Had 20 in the third. Um, dominated. I mean, dominated. Dominated. He's hit mid-range jumpers. Whenever he gets it in the paint, Aiden looks shook. Um, Kaminsky for the minutes that he played, I thought actually did decent, but was still getting his shit eaten. Um, and Giannis was just spectacular, man. I think after that second quarter that they had, Kaminsky the played Bucks, great minutes. Yeah, I thought his minutes were good. Yeah. Um, after that second quarter that the Bucks had, they absolutely needed a spark in the third, and the spark came in the form of Giannis Antetokounmpo just saying, "Fuck this! Like we're not losing. We're not gonna do this. I'm not gonna have this happen again." I'm not going to rely on these guys, like not in a, not in a disrespectful way, but in a fuck it. The ball's in my hand. Yo, Give me the ball. Yes. Give me the ball. We're going to go up in the third, and then he closes it out brilliantly in the fourth. Um, so, I mean, really, this game was all about Giannis. Um, when they needed a second guy, it was Bobby fucking Portis. <laughs> like, huge game from Bobby Portis. Big confidence. We've talked about it all the time. When you only have seven or eight guys that you can play in a game, Bobby Portis is absolutely one of those guys. He's not scared. Didn't shy away from the moment at all. He's out here getting texts in the fourth quarter. Doesn't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> mixing it up with mixing it up with Chris Paul. But really, I mean, it, it starts and ends with Giannis in this game. And it wasn't a moment. It wasn't a sequence. It wasn't a stretch. It was the entire 42, 43 minutes that he played the game. He was purely dominating from end to end. And that's why I say this is easily, yeah, top three performance I've ever seen. You can tell that he came into the game like I'm not going back to Phoenix, bro. Zero chance. And if we and if and if we do end up going back to Phoenix, it's not gonna be because I wasn't trying to put the yeah. whole shit on my back and take care of it by myself. He told himself, like, yo, I'm gonna go win this shit by any means necessary. Any means on the offensive end, 
And on the defensive end, you could tell he said that because, yo, this guy is trying to swat every – look, he's trying to clap everybody's shit that goes up by the rim. Yeah. Oh, in no the fourth quarter, what. two massive blocks in the fourth quarter. Beat book shit twice. Like, well, yeah. Dude, I mean, he – I've never – you don't see very much goaltending in the NBA because guys aren't hustling and trying to go up and get people shot like that. Yeah. Shot goes up for the most part. It's it's either make or miss type thing. Right. He's picking up goaltenders all over the place. He's just yeah. trying to clap everything. If you everything. put up anything by the rim and I'm in the vicinity, I'm trying to run it down and put it off the glass. Which, which sets the tone for the entire squad. Like, you see him out there diving for loose balls, like you said, going up for blocking shots, and all while putting in 50 on the other side, right? But on defense, just absolutely killing. Like, I mean, that sets the tone for the entire team. It was incredible. Like, absolutely incredible. I mean, I, I rewatched the game again this morning. And it's just, it was, I've never, uh, one of the most dominant performances we've ever seen from a player. Yeah, I, I've never seen a big have a game like that in that spot. Like, they couldn't do anything. They couldn't do anything. Aiden looked shook. Picked up yeah. the fouls, but even when he was in there, looked was, at one point he turned his shoulder when Giannis was coming down. Like, I don't, <laughs> want, I don't want any fucking part of this guy. Like, this guy's a freight train. I want no part of him. Awful he was making Aiden game overall. But, yeah, just just looked like a freight train coming down there, and he wanted no part of it. He was making Aiden look real small. Real small. He was making Aiden look like a little guy. Like, I, you shouldn't even be in here with me. I'm going to eat your shit every time. Like, he made him look terrible, man. Aiden was – and he affected Aiden on the offensive end. Aiden's passing up dunks in the fourth, like, awful. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it, it was it was remarkable performance. Like, I really can't say enough – about the Giannis performance that we saw. Middleton didn't have a great game, but damn, when they needed him, two big buckets down the stretch and two Dog. huge free throws. That that last shot that he hit, that's what you call a finals dagger. That jump shot he hit was the biggest <laughs> shot of the game. Yeah, without a doubt. Like, I understand what Giannis was doing. They were, they were up six points. Mm -hmm. Phoenix had put together a couple buckets in a row. Chris was going to the basket, all types of shit. He came off a screen and hit a fall away deep two to go up eight with a minute like 15 or cash. something. Cash. All net. Cash. It was a massive shot. <laughs> cash. And then and came when, hit two huge free throws hey, right after that. Hey, when he caught it and he went to pull up, I said, because I'm rooting for Phoenix. I'm like, this is exactly what we wanted. Yeah. As long as I'm not looking at Giannis going to the line, none of that. And he knocked it down. To get back to Giannis. We throw around unstoppable. Like, there's times where I watch Kyrie, and I'm like, this dude is unstoppable. I watch Harden. I'm like, this guy's unstoppable. I watch Durant. This guy's unstoppable. Um, they get in those – Harden gets in modes where it's like, this dude is unstoppable right now. Yeah. Giannis, when he is hitting free throws like that, if he can come back and hit free throws at an 80, 85% clip – like, I don't 70, know what 70%. No, 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 no. But I'm talking about like, bro, you're talking, he, are you talking like the, yeah, I'm talking like, cause, cause obviously he could do it. I, the shit I saw yesterday, he looked, he was so locked. He was shooting that bitch. Bang, bang, couple dribbles, his little follow through. And he yeah. was knocking down free throws. Like he was Ray fucking Allen. Yeah. That's what it looked like. They were some of the most confident free throw strokes I've seen. He looked like he shoots 85% all the time. Yeah. Now we throw away. Uh, we throw around being unstoppable. If that dude could hit free throws like that, he is 100% unstoppable because 
he's going to the rack, and it's either you're going to let him lay it up or he's going to get to the line. Yeah, and I think the thing that kind of stuck out to me really in this series, especially the last four games, was he kind of – It's and it's crazy to say about a two-time MVP, but it's almost like he kind of figured something out. So, like, my question to you would be, look, Giannis is 26, doesn't turn 27 till December. Like, we talk about players taking that next level. Usually yeah. it's like that mental level. Yeah. But for him, dog, is there another level? Like, physically, obviously mental, there's going to be another level, right? But physically, like – Physically, as far as adding to his game, like, is there I, another level for this dude? And I if think, he hits that another level, what are, what are we talking about here? I think the other level Man. is what you saw last night. Free throws, nice mid-range. Yeah, I think the next level consistently is what you saw last night. Like, you that, think he can I, never I, add a three-point shot and we're, and, and, and we're obviously no, I mean, he's won a title I mean, not adding a three-point shot. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. I mean, of course he could add it. But, like... Yo, we're talking – it's hard to shoot threes, bro. I, yeah. I would much rather him not focus on that at all yeah. and, get in the, and get in the gym and refine that little turnaround. He all, that, he oh, yeah, all, that turn, he, yeah, turnaround. No, yeah, he, it's a problem. he all of a sudden is shooting turnaround jumpers. Yeah, forget he's, about it. He's shooting mid, little and mid-range jumpers. no one's blocking jumpers. that. No one's no blocking one's, that. He's 6'10 with massively long arms. Like, no one's blocking that. No one's touching it. So, he's all of a sudden shooting turnarounds. Like, yo, put it like this. From a professional marksman like Devin Booker – Three pointers are tough for him. He's not even a three point shooter. Yeah, you feel what I'm right. saying. So like, right. I I don't, I don't want to ask him to go get a three ball, right? But if he could really refine that mid range and then knock free throws down, forget it. What and you just saw, focus on being the best big in the game, and yeah, I, yeah, and, and and have the energy to play defense. Forget about it. Like that, forget about it, bro. That was the next level, Giannis. That if he he could really get there consistently, if he if that I think you you got to peek so at he can get like better. The next level, time MV- of Giannis. He's twenty six years old, two time MVP, Finals MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, NBA champion. But he's only twenty six. Turns twenty seven in December, and I think yeah, I think we saw him unlock something in his game in these finals, and just the aggression too. Like, the aggression that he played with. And I guess not every game is going to be game six of the NBA Finals, right? You can't expect that for 82 games in a regular season. But just knowing, like, hey, I can literally go out here and I can dominate anybody whenever I want to. Like, that mentality, um, if he carries that forward, like, I don't I don't really know. Like, we, we, we keep looking for that next guy. And, like, it literally might be right here already. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's, he's no, 26. No, that's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I think, like, you saw the 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 pinnacle of what he could – he might be able to do on a consistent basis. And there's a, and there's a certain – there's a thing about being aggressive, Nick. Like, that where you see guys get aggressive in patches, this was unwavering aggression yeah. almost every time he touched the ball. Playing with the purpose. And Seamus yes. just said, shout out Seamus, just said jump hook. Yeah. Moves like that. Develop a few of those moves that because of your size are unblockable. And you can do those in the post when you get down. They're like, don't let him come with the arsenal of post moves. That's like, what forget I'm saying. About it. He's, he's too, yeah. he's, it's just too much. Like, fuck that three-point ball. <laughs> yeah, fuck the three-point. Like, yeah. No, let, me just refine, like, let me refine from 50, 20 feet in, 15 feet in. Yes. Yeah. Forget it. Yeah. Yo, can, can like and the can defense, you, like you said, this is this is a, a elite defender. Can you imagine Giannis pulling the ball out? And you know how he just bull rushes to the rim. Can you imagine him doing a little hezzy bull rush and then stop and pull up? Yeah, forget and about he, it. And he's mixing <laughs> that in with going to the basket like he does. It's and how do you guard? And he can handle the rock. It's craziness. It's he's, craziness. he's a will, he's a willing passer. He yeah. can. He's and, he can, and defensively, you don't have to take him out. There's nothing he can't do on defense. He can guard the paint and he can play out on the perimeter as well. So yeah, I think. 
man, crazy. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. 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 And he just dropped 50 in game six on 25 shots. Like, stop playing. Yeah, bro. It was uh, it, it was a special performance. Special, though. like it was special elite. Giannis Antetokounmpo, and then smaller, smaller print Bobby Portis. Because again, I'm not Bobby Portis deserves his flowers. Because in a game where points were hard for the Bucks, unless you were Giannis, Bobby came in, and even when they took out Giannis to start the fourth, Bobby kept the offense rolling for them, and that's Yo, huge. Had, that's what you needed. I had well, he was a guy. This, that's exactly what you needed He's with with Drew shooting. You know. Four of nineteen, Sorry, like no, one for twelve. Yeah, he wasn't scared to shoot. Talking, at all. talking about Bobby, and he was he was knocking him down at a at a pretty consistent clip. And so, talking yeah, talking big shit, getting in front of Chris Paul, talking to Scott Foster. <laughs> yeah, shit like that. Yeah, I mean, like yo, like yo, we were on the pod yesterday before the game talking about yo, I I could see Phoenix winning this game because Connaughton's not going to go crazy like that again. Drew's not going to have the best offensive game in his life, and. Like we said, Connaughton had no points. Uh, Drew Holiday had 12, was 4 of 19. But, yo, Giannis gave you a 50 ball, and then Portis shows up with 16. Yeah. It's just so, like fill, up, fill in the blanks after that. Right, right? exactly. Like, yeah. And then, again, when we talk about Middleton, yeah, not a great game overall, but hit the buckets that he needed to when he needed to. He, two huge jumpers in the fourth yeah. and of two huge uh, free throws to close it out. So, I mean, what a performance. Say, so, yeah, what else do you want? It's yeah, like, and, yeah, and it's crazy that we. I feel like, yeah, we've reset expectations on a two-time MVP. <laughs> and I how good see, he can I don't be. think I don't think I've reset expectations. I don't think anything like that. I think, as far as how good he could be, it's just it's just the it's the free throw thing. Because do you want to know what Nick? You can't be aggressive and have that mentality if you know you're going to go to the line and you're struggling. Right. He was he was like send me to the line. Yeah, I don't care if I'll, I'll go to the you line. Want. I'll, I'll yeah. go to the line. I'm ready. I'll I'm go sh- to the line. You know, I'll shoot in under ten seconds. Whatever you right. want. I don't really care. Yeah. You feel me? Like, yeah. and I think a couple uh, episodes back we talked about yo. If he can't go to the line, then his I mean a major his major part of his game is he's playing with behind his back because. His hands behind his back because he can't get fouled, so he has to finish, and that, and, and that puts you in a tough spot. And I'm kind of going through his free throw percentages throughout his career, and this is only really an issue the last couple of years, right? So if you look at this year, 69%, last year, 63%, but the year before that, 73%, year before that, 76%, year before that, 77 If he can shoot 76% from the free throw line, you think twice about follow them. You don't have a hack of Giannis situation. Yeah, but I'm going to tell you this. not Without even looking at the numbers, the reason that number's so much higher is because he's not shooting as many. You feel me? No. I mean, no. not That's not true. No? So if you look at 2019-2020 uh, when he shot 63%, yeah. 10 attempts a game. The year before, 9.5 attempts a game, 73%. So you just had a 10% dip in free throw attempts. Yeah, okay. Field goal, all that. What about same. 77% though? 77 that year he shot 10 or that year he shot 7.7 so two more free throws per yeah, game okay but yeah. yeah so we're not talking about anything crazy yeah okay yeah no i mean look so listen. he has he can do it you know what i mean he can right. do it something happened bro so, i'm gonna tell yeah. you this the last two games i looked i look i was watching the tv and i saw him knocking them bitches down yeah, with exactly. confidence exactly like n- shit wasn't hey. shit wasn't rattling around and going in he was walking up they were hitting all net and you could tell by that picture. That, remember they showed the side-by-side body comparison, which is the most ridiculous thing I've yeah. ever seen? Yeah. Um, that shows you and his game overall. This is not a guy who's not going to work on his game, right? So if you think he's not going to be in the gym, I think he might not be in the gym right now after he ate his 50 Chick-fil-A nuggets 
shooting yeah, free throws. Yeah. Like he is probably thinking about that right now because he said it. I heard in the interview yesterday. He said this is addicting. Like I need more of these. Like man, yeah. what a what a fucking performance. I I don't know what else to say. Yeah, it was an amazing <laughs> performance, dog. I, amazing. I I called you during the game. I'm like, dog. What do you he, get? This is it's just he he can do he can he's he's he, he cannot be stopped. Cannot be stopped. He cannot be stopped. So. Shout out Giannis, 50-burger to win the championship at home. Legendary stuff, things that will never be forgotten in Milwaukee. I do want to talk about what's next, and I want to talk about what's next with um, Chris Paul, the Phoenix Suns. If mm-hmm. you're Chris Paul and you wake up this morning, what 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 would – what no, fuck that. F- forget about waking up and being Chris Paul. What do you think Chris Paul should do? Does he go team up with LeBron? Does he yeah, sign? I saw that. Does he sign a hundred mil and stay in Phoenix? Um, should he say, "Hey, I think this is this was the window for this Phoenix team. Let me go ahead and move off this and try to ring chase." Essentially, he's in a spot where he either needs to ring chase or lock up the next three years in Phoenix and try to and try to get it done there. Yeah, and I don't see what would be the issue with staying in Phoenix only because if you kind of look at the landscape of the Western Conference, um, I think that's the best bet for him, realistically, unless you can get to the Clippers. If you can get to the Clippers, I would almost say that's a better spot for you than the Lakers only because I guess Kawhi has the same injury problem. But, man, if AD goes down, even AD, I'm sorry, Chris Paul and LeBron, like, they need AD. And I just yeah. think staying in Phoenix with a young team, then those guys are all going to get better. Devin Booker is getting better. DeAndre Aiden's 22. Mikel Bridges is 23, 24. Yeah. Um, they have a really, really, really good young roster that's only going to get better. Plus, they can pay you. You go to the Lakers, you got to take a pay cut. Yeah. You got to take a pay cut unless you opt in and you work out some trade. But Phoenix isn't going to trade you to the Lakers. They're fucking crazy. So, like, and I don't. Yeah. So I don't know how he's going to get over there. I think staying with Phoenix. And again, Phoenix was good all year. It's not like it's like, man, we got hot at the right time and maybe we can't do this again. Phoenix was good all year. And yeah. when you look out west, uh, Jamal Murray is going to be coming back from the injury, so that's obviously going to affect Denver. Utah, look, you can beat Utah. You know you can beat Utah. You know you can take them in seven because they have some very real flaws. The Clippers, we don't know what's going on with Kawhi. I guess he wouldn't go to the Clippers because Kawhi is going to miss most of next year. So that team's going to be down. And the Lakers have tons of question marks. You have the best roster right now in the Western – I'm not the best – one of the better rosters in the Western Conference with the least amount of question marks. All you got to do is sign some depth, get some backup centers so that that doesn't happen to you again and you're not relying on Frank Kaminsky minutes behind DeAndre Aiden. Hope that those guys all get better, continue to lead them through the offseason and lead them through next year, and you can be right back there. Plus, playing with Book and Aiden takes a lot of pressure off you during the regular season to go out there and put up 25. You don't have to. So um, I I think the best spot for him, it it sounds sexy to say go play with LeBron and AD, and obviously if all three of those guys are healthy, you – would dominate, but it's just there's a lot of question marks, and you're gonna take a huge pay cut to go over there, and nothing's guaranteed. Both those guys are coming off injuries, and it's they're, a, yeah, I, I, yeah, it's a it's an interesting situation because just just James Jones give him a hundred million dollars for the next three, like that's a tough spot for James to be in, right? I think you do. You, I think you almost you you kind of have to if you, you, you feel like they could take it running back and get it done. It's it's tough not to, but man, bro. It's probably a really good contract for about two years, and then that third year. So let's say it's like three years and a hundred, or yeah. four years and a hundred. Yeah. Um, you know, you could you could work out partially guaranteed fourth year or something like that. Who knows? 
Um, but remember, he's also going to be opting out of like what was thirty-four million dollars next year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So he wants yeah, to get like so ninety. He's, he's gonna want ninety, so it'll be like three for ninety, something like that. Three for a hundred. Phoenix, um, should, Phoenix should try to give him a two-year deal. Give him an extra year. Give him a two-year. Partially guaranteed, and you 80, give a partially 84 or something. Or you, you do the partially guaranteed third year where you can end up buying him out for like 12 million dollars or something like that. He gets a chunk of change, it's essentially a two and, and it helps you with the cap too, right? It's essentially a two year deal with that third year you can buy out, yeah. Um, whatever yo, it is, but I think the best spot for him is to stay in. You had success, yeah. You, had you success. made it to the NBA finals, yo. We got to run NK fast food, but really quick, Nick, if you're Phoenix and you have to add one thing that could push you over the top again. What would you add? Uh, front court depth. Got That's to. It. Got to. Front court yeah, depth. The yeah, Sarge yeah. went down, and you. And then when Milwaukee went big yesterday with Portis, Lopez, and Giannis, or when they did that in the series, they had no no answer for him. So go get some front court depth. Your, your starting five is great. Your young players are going to get better. You play great defense. You got a good coach. Just get some depth. Add some pieces. Guys, get guys to come want to play there. Chris should be recruiting. Let's leave it there. No catch up sports talk via Chicago. That's no catch up fast food. We try to keep it 20 minutes and under for y'all. No catch up sports talk via Chicago. We out of here.